guys, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to another podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening, for tuning in every Wednesday and just, yeah, hearing what's up. So today we're going to have a series called Conversations. Conversations is a series whereby we do exactly that. We have conversations. <laughs> so I'm one person who believes in addressing issues that society and people have. And one of the best ways of doing that is talking through things. So today we're joined by two amazing women. I'll just let this ladies introduce themselves and we get straight into it okay great awesome like have you ever been at a job where you go into the toilet sit on the toilet sit and just doze off for like two minutes because you're exhausted emotionally spiritually physically (sighs) oh yeah welcome Tinana, the podcast. <laughs> so, welcome to my podcast. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. <laughs> welcome. All right. Uh, introduce yourselves, if you might, because um, I, I could introduce you guys, like, if you want, you know, like, the elaborate introduction I did uh, when we were introducing each other. But then you can just introduce yourselves. My name is Tapwana Shea Claudette Karua. I'm Namandla's friend from uni. We learned together and we did the things together. And we are still doing yes. the things together. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm here for this. Okay, okay. And... Mm-hmm. Our other guests, go ahead, Shine. Mm-hmm. Well, hi, I'm Sharon Tetwa. I'm Namantle's friend from work, and we've experienced this this particular <laughs> pain <laughs> and trauma together. So, yeah, I'm really happy to be here, and I can't wait to let it all out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. So I believe in healing the world through healing people's souls. And to heal people's souls, I feel like we need to just talk and let some of the things from within out. Because I know that for you, Tapua, it's not been easy to deal with this. It's not been easy to talk about it. It's not been easy to to just even think about it. Am I right? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you just share a toxic work situation. Okay, I'll start with how it all happened so that like we can get context and then learn from each other's experiences and share whatever that it is that we might need to share with the people who are listening on the other end, okay? I was straight out of university and I was excited about life and its prospects. But at the same time, I wasn't looking for work in my field because I felt like I needed to just breathe for a little while. Then I breathed for a little while and then I just started looking for jobs. And I didn't do that whole, oh, I did biotech, so I want a job in biotech. I was just like, you know what, I'm taking it all in. It doesn't matter what it is. If someone gives me an opportunity, I'm going to what? I'm going to take it. So I went into my first job, which was in sales. Sales was okay. It was fine, but it wasn't fulfilling. I mean, the work, it was was just okay. Hey, It's not something that I can go like, oh my God, it was super, super terrible. At the time, yes, 
I won't lie, but it's almost been a year now. And I think I've really healed and learned and grown from that experience. And I remember when I wanted to quit that job, a lot of people kept telling me, like, am I right? Have you guys yeah. like experienced that? <laughs> and I think I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it was and everything of that sort. And it was really difficult, you know, to just let go and to just, just leave that job. So what, what was you guys experience with when you were in a tough position and you had to let go? Like, how is it for you guys? Personally, I, I would say it was quite painful because you don't have anyone to lean on for support because everyone will just be like, why are you doing this? You don't have to do this. Nothing is so simple in life. You just can't be a Peter all the time, especially mm-hmm. if you're an mm-hmm. African woman and all that. So personally, mm-hmm. for me, it was painful. Yeah, yeah. I super get that. I super understand that. It's as if in, in the African society, you know, that whole Shinga Semkazi sort exactly. of thing. Yeah. I think it, it really, it really um just it's living and it's breathing. Personally, for me, it was putting a toll on my peace of mind. Mm-hmm. I actually reached a mental breakdown and I was able to make a decision without being influenced by anyone. I just woke up one day and I wrote my resignation letter. It was just Mm. graceful. (laughs) Talking about it, I think it will will make it better. And uh, living in a society where you're told that opportunities come when you're on another job, even if it's not in line with your expertise, you know how it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I, I just learned that wisdom is knowing when to quit Unlike the, the, the popular saying that people say winners don't quit, I actually learned that wisdom is knowing when to quit. And even in the yeah. Bible, in Proverbs 23 verse 4, it says, do yeah. not weary yourself to get rich. Sometimes it's not about the salary. It's not about mm-hmm. what you're earning. It's about your peace of mind and how you relate with yeah. other employees. Yeah, it oh, actually okay. affects your... <laughs> The, the the environment, the working environment actually affects mm-hmm. your peace of mind. I liked the fact that she highlighted that there are these common phrases that we just speak as people in the society. And I realized mm-hmm. that some of them are actually untrue. But it's simply mm-hmm. because people say them. You know, yeah. that we actually end yeah. up normalizing them and all that. So, yeah, yeah it's something that uh, the society needs to look into. Exactly. Yeah, that, that that that's so true. That is so yeah. true. I was actually uh, in a worldview class last week uh, with Equip Zimbabwe and mm-hmm. uh, Pastor Kumbukani Piri, and he was saying uh, that um, there are some lies that society mm-hmm. has believed to be truth. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now we just buy it, but mm-hmm. it's a lie, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So I then, mm-hmm. I then quit my job, guys, because I just needed peace of mind. And I needed to grow and to learn. And when I quit my job, I went straight into another job, thankfully for me. So here is another lie. I quit my mm-hmm. job and I got <laughs> another job. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't stay in a job and get another job whilst at it. Mm-hmm. So that myth has been proven wrong already. Yeah. (laughs) So that was a lie. So I I got another job just immediately after quitting my job. And 
to me, it was as if God was testing me and saying that, oh, okay, you're supposed to to be able to let go sometimes. When God says it's finally time to let go, like Tapua said, how you said about wisdom, it was finally time to let go. And that's when God opened and created another opportunity for me. And when he created another opportunity for me, oh my goodness, this opportunity was exciting, guys. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something that really is in line with my passion and what I want to do in my life. I'm, I want to impart people. I want to change people's views in life. I want to change people's mm. lives. I want to help mold people, young people especially. So mm-hmm. when I got the job, really, it was the most exciting time of my life. And mm-hmm. I was walking on sunshine until I wasn't. <laughs> so for now i'll end there uh, well i want to start off by saying i'm quite a dreamer and sometimes it's mm-hmm. actually crazy yeah but i'm quite a dreamer so this is me i was doing my honors degree yeah and i was just like i can't be at home during the vacation i need to start working and just you know introduce myself to the world because the degree i was studying did not have attachment unfortunately or fortunately mm-hmm. i just wanted to go and see what the world felt like and then i was a job vacancy in the sunday mail newspaper and then i applied for it and i realized that it wasn't really a job they wanted to train us and after they train us we we pay them and then they look for jobs for us and there was no um guarantee that we were going to get the jobs and then i was like i am a fighter and I'm going to me. I did the course and I went to the manager and I told him what had happened to me. I was really hurt because my father had bought me that phone when I passed my A-levels. So it was just mm-hmm. like a gift to me. And then uh, that man was like, isn't it that when I wanted to date you, you said you can't date a man. Oh my God. So I'm not going to help <laughs> you find that phone. Ah. That was my experience. I went back to school and I finished my degree and I was still looking for a job, but I couldn't get a job. And then later on, when I was doing my second uh, degree, I looked for a job. I remember there was a time when I got sick and I had to go see a gynecologist. And the money that I Mm -hmm. had to pay for just the consultation was two times the money I used to earn at that job. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That was really painful for me. And I had to take my license in that phase. And the money that I paid for that whole procedure to be undertaken. Huh? I can't even begin to <laughs> to calculate how much it was. Yeah. My father said I wanted to quit the job. And he was like, yes, if you want to quit. And then my mother was just like, yes, the working hours and everything. You just can't handle it considering that you're still at school. And that was mm-hmm. it. But, you know, the other people were like, how can you leave a job? What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, these degrees just yeah. deceive people to think that uh, if you have a degree, there are certain type of jobs for you and all that and all that. And I was just like, God, I'm quitting this job. And when I quit it, I'm not going to stay at home for two months. And guess what? In the second month, I got another job. And I was just like, wow, this is God. Wow. God yeah. answered my prayer. And... <laughs> When I got there, let me just say, this is one of the phrases that people say, and I like to believe that in some cases it is true. Not all uh-huh. that Jesus is gold. I rest my case. Mm. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
So there's something that you said about how your dad was like, please do quit. It's not working for you. I think that's mm-hmm. an important aspect when it comes to those things, when you have exactly. a good support, you know, it may yeah. be family, it may be, it may be a boyfriend, a husband, mm-hmm. a wife, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But having someone who has your back and is like, okay, I feel your pain and I feel yes. uh, that what you're going through is unfair. And in mm-hmm. as much as, you need the money. You know what? Yeah. I've got, God's got you. I'll be your support exactly. system. I think it's very important to have a good support system. Yeah, it's priceless. Yeah. With me, I never applied for this job. It was just the offer that, that came overnight. Wow. Like someone okay. just inviting you. That is good. <laughs> <laughs> I, would like to be, I would like to believe it was for that season. Yeah. I, I was yeah. supposed to, I was supposed to learn some things from from that experience, and I I think I learned a few things, though I'm still holding mm-hmm. on to, to to a few things that I should let go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. Talking about passion, it wasn't something I was passionate about. It wasn't in line with my passion. Mm-hmm. I just tried mm-hmm. to be open-minded, you know, when people are telling you to be open-minded, you don't have to apply for the jobs that are only in your field. You mm-hmm. can try mm-hmm. you can try to apply even for other jobs that are in other fields and probably you learn one or two things. But with me, to be quite honest, I wasn't even motivated to wake up every morning. To- <laughs> oh my God. And, <laughs> and I think my, my, my goals were kind of dying down. I was just doing this okay. for the money. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think I was mm-hmm. actually losing focus on my goals. I was now trying to impress the employer doing what he wanted, but it mm-hmm. was really breaking me down. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't mm-hmm. happy. To be quite honest, I wasn't happy. Where I wanted to go with my career, I didn't mm-hmm. see myself. I didn't see myself growing. Okay. So sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not about being employed. You can just be patient. Mm-hmm. you'll be applying for for jobs and venturing into entrepreneurship those seven months that i worked you can only imagine ah, having a boss i wouldn't want to call him a boss because i wouldn't want someone to to feel entitled in my life okay so my employer was that kind of a boss mm-hmm. he wouldn't let you explain yourself and when you're trying to explain okay. yourself now, it would seem like you're being rude. You can imagine that kind of waking environment. I can feel it. <laughs> you can actually feel it as she talks, eh? That yeah, there was just like some so heaviness uh, on it, you know. Yeah. All that glitters is not gold. I, I just yeah, want right. to make a comment on what you said about patience and about growth and the fact that it's important for you to realize that being on a job doesn't mean that you're growing. That that mm-hmm, hit me. Mm-hmm. Like for me, that mm-hmm. was a big thing. You know, it made me realize, okay, so many times we think, oh no, I'm bettering myself, but maybe you are doing a lot of harm to yourself, even exactly. in that job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it makes me think of, I hope I don't lose myself in this because I feel like, I'm not coming out the, uh, as a better version of myself. You know, when you oh. go into a place and you are all shiny and everything, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. when you're there, you're like rusty and yeah, 
Painted, repolished, like you're just broken down, you know. That's true. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I can relate. But I think it's something that people need to openly. I started then explaining myself to even my mother and telling okay. her, you know, this is what is happening at work, and that's when she starts telling you when I was working, this used to happen, but you realize that, ah, guys, so how many people are in such situations? Like, it scares me, honestly. It scares Mm -hmm. me. I don't know what what it does about you guys. Like, how does it make you feel? Hmm. There's so much much empathy that's involved, yeah. Mm -hmm. I actually thought of something as well. I would like to call this a mystery under the sun, yeah, if it makes Mm -hmm. sense. You know, when I got the last job that I got before Corona happened and I lost it, I had mm. prayed and I had said, God, I want to get a job in the next two months. And then I got this job. And the day before I got a message that said you should come for the last interview for this job, I was actually going through the most. I I was mm. impressed. You know, this whole thought of saying, am I going to be a waste in life? Am I going to mm. really be nothing in life? God, why is this really happening to me? I know we don't have to question God, but mm. in that phase I was. And then I got mm. this job. So I had shared my experience with people and I was saying, I thought that God led me to this place. You know, there are so many Christian values that align with mine. Mm. And in comparison to the other job that I had, I think this is the path that God wants me to take. And when you start complaining and when you start saying, I don't see myself working at this place for long. You know what people say? You don't have to disobey God. Like people end up not paying (laughs) attention to the pain Mm. coming to you. And they start paying so much attention to that whole thing that saying, maybe this is God and what, 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 you know, Jesus died for us. Jesus suffered for us. And he just, you know, he just held on to the promise. He held on to the calling. Jeremiah suffered and he held on to the calling. And sometimes I like your WhatsApp status, Nana. It says you pour out what you're full of. If I'm full of bitterness, Mm -hmm. what am I going to pour out to the rest of the world? Does it mean that... Does it really mean that if God is the one who sent me to this place, is the one who's supposed to say, now leave or whatsoever? What if he's saying leave in another way? Should I not yeah. listen to God? Because in the first place, he talked to me in a different way. You know, people start yeah. seeing you as a disobedient person because they think God is going to just, you know, speak to you uniformly. And maybe the lesson that you are supposed to learn at that place, you've already learned it and now it's time to move right. on. Yeah. So I like what you say, Tapua Nashi, when you say wisdom is really knowing Preach. when to let go. And mm-hmm. yeah. And what I realized yeah. is sometimes... You know, the greatest motivation comes from within. You know, people may mislead you, actually. Mm-hmm. They really may. Mm-hmm. And it's quite a mystery under the sun. Yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I feel the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Something that you mentioned when you were talking, you were like, um, you felt that that place had so many Christian values that mm-hmm. you also believed in. Mm-hmm. So, you're not the only one. Let me just put it out there. Mm-hmm. I was like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, you know, because I remember the month before I had been praying. I was like, God, I want a job that fulfills me, that 
that brings healing to my soul soul a job that that edifies me mm-hmm. i love for people to feel good but at the same time i want people to feel good from like within from like their passion exactly. their purposes from yeah. helping people discover who they are mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i when i got this job i was really excited and the environment seemed so so friendly and i was so expectant you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. <laughs> So many times in life, if you're going to be disappointed, let me just put it true. as simple as that. Like, I could go deep and say, there's know. so many different words. <laughs> they must know. But you are going to be disappointed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you, you said, Sharon, like, not all that glitters is gold. gold. Like, yeah. it wasn't gold. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It mm-hmm. wasn't. And... And as much as I'm grateful for the opportunity, definitely, like, I, I, I was. Mm-hmm. But when you are in a place and an environment that constricts you mm-hmm. and doesn't allow you to breathe, doesn't allow you to shine, a place mm-hmm. and an environment that, instead of building you up, just breaks you, honestly, oh, yeah. I think it's, like, time mm-hmm. to leave. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's it's not worth it at all. And... Oh, guys, <laughs> get it yeah. Get it all out. Okay, like, yeah, I like the fact that you said when you're at a place that restricts you and all that, you just feel some things. We're not saying that when you're at a job, everything has to be perfect, but when things become really? extra, you know, there's mm-hmm. something in you that just dies down, you know. And mm-hmm. it kills mm-hmm. you. It really kills you. And one thing that I realized is we, we all have family members. We all have people that are close to our heart. But you get to the point where you actually accept that in as much as these people are there for me, I don't think they really know what I'm going through. I don't, yeah. I don't know if they really understand the pain and trauma that I'm facing. And I am the author of my life and I have to make a decision. If they mm-hmm. are really for me, They'll support me and understand me basing on the knowledge that they have um, in relation mm. to me. But you get to that point where you're like, yeah, I feel like I'm alone in this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thank God I yeah. had you, Nana. I just have to say it. I have to put it out there. I'm so grateful I met you. Thank I'm you, so Jesus. grateful I had you in that place. Yeah. Yeah, I'm also grateful for that. That shared experience, like, it's one of those things that you go, like, in life, Ish, guys, if I, I had been completely alone in that place, it would yeah. have been something else. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Tapu, you said that you decided one day you just woke up and you handed in your resignation letter. Can we talk a bit about that day? Because <laughs> me, I remember that day. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> I cried. That's what I remember the most. I cried. Mm-hmm. I, I, Nana, you can testify, right? <laughs> I cried, guys. How many minutes was that? What's up, uh, voice notes? <laughs> I can't even remember. Maybe 20 minutes. <laughs> it was long. It was long. <laughs> but you were crying the whole long. time. It was long. Hi. Yeah. The, actually, the, the, the incident had happened. The Was it the previous day or that same day? I think it started the previous day and kind of continued on that day. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. On the very day, 
the whole day I was passive. I was okay. just quiet. And I was writing my resignation letter. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. People were trying to comfort me. The other employees were trying to comfort me. Uh Chichi, it happened. Mm-hmm. It was it was your first time in the corporate world. Oh. You know how it mm-hmm. is. Ah but I, I, I couldn't. Because it, it had been happening like for a long time. And mm. I was just becoming less satisfied with the work situation. <sighs> and on that day yeah. I just decided I just decided to, 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 to write my resignation later. Yeah, and that was that. I quit my job. <laughs> I'd like to know that what was the it. tears were saying. Like, Sorry? were they tears <laughs> of remorse, regret? Mixed emotions, I should say. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. They were mixed. Mm-hmm. I was really, yeah. I was really hurt. I was hurt to the core. You know, okay. uh, you know, when you're, when you're doing your best, when you're sacrificing mm-hmm. your time, waking mm-hmm. uh, long hours, mm-hmm. waking on weekends, on public holidays, mm-hmm. and then you just feel like you're not being appreciated. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 got to me the most. I was mm-hmm. like, I was sacrificing my time, and I'm trying to learn because this is not a field I'm I'm really passionate you know, about. Passionate about, mm-hmm. and I'm not well versed with uh, the the, mm-hmm. the industry. I'm trying okay. to learn. I'm trying to 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 keep up with the pressure and everything, and then mm-hmm. you're just not appreciated. You know how it is. Yeah. Just one silly mistake. Yeah. He's on your neck. Ah, it was oh, just terrible. I, I, I think, you know, the, this is the interesting dynamic that I just realized. Okay. With you, it was more of the employer was the mm-hmm. one who was causing havoc. And exactly, not the other employees. <laughs> mm-hmm. which, is, which is like, yeah, something else. Mm-hmm. And then you get to a place where you are... <laughs> you're trying to work with other people mm-hmm. and they're just making your life a living hell. Like you cannot breathe, you cannot eat, you cannot talk, you cannot move. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it, it was just, I think that's a different dynamic with, with, with us, with you. It was uh, the boss and with us, our boss wasn't like um, onto our necks and things like that. It was just here mm-hmm. and there. But then it was like the other older employees who had been there for a longer time. And mm-hmm. guys, ah, they just, <laughs> it, was, it was as if we're in some <laughs> But you can't compete with someone who's been there for years, even if yeah. you wanted to. There's no yeah. such thing. Yeah. Even if you tried, there's no such thing, you know. When there's just so much suppression, you know, you make... A mistake that even isn't even your mistake. That is That's their crazy. mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but think of a song yeah? called People by Jonathan McReynolds. I was searching on Dr. Mm. Google for the definition of toxic. And I mm. got two words that really stuck in my head. Those are poisonous and harmful. And then mm-hmm. I thought again, as people, we make the world a toxic environment mm. for each other. 
before we talk about lions, snakes, or any other animal, as people, we make the mm. world a very toxic environment for each other. You know, it doesn't mean that if you were hurt in the workplace, the next yeah. employer, em- employee is supposed to be hurt the same way you were hurt. I mean, is that the way <laughs> the world should operate? No, it's not. But, no. you know, we, we want to to equate things. So, like, if I went through this, this person has to go through this or even worse. And we make the world a very difficult yeah. place to stay in yeah. for each other. Mm. And that's just painful again. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, there, there's that saying that it be the one who redeems. You know? Imagine when you've got a time to redeem other exactly. people mm-hmm. and then you decide, no, I'm going to harm them. I'm going to inflict mm-hmm. pain. Like, why do people, do, why do we do that to each other? People. You know, like, why, why, why? Hey, uh, that's why the that. workspace is really toxic for most employees in life mm-hmm. how was it when you finally left the job and were like at home i mean i think it's a bit fortunate that this happened during corona for some of us so <laughs> <laughs> we can all be corona but deep down, deep down we know it, uh, uh, i no. did my job yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, i was fired <laughs> okay for me for me the most difficult part was trying to explain to everyone why I quit my job and people trying to comfort you and all, but I'm glad my nuclear family understood because they they, they saw what I was going through and they allowed me to make my decision. They didn't want to try to influence the decision. I made the decision on my own and they supported it. I'm glad they did. Oh, wow. In my case... Life after the job is really eye-opening. Yeah, I'm saying this because it is only now that I realized the impact of everything that happened in the other worlds. And I'm like, oh, so I really went through trauma. Oh, so I really was restricted. Oh, so I really couldn't do those things because of the environment that I was in and all that. Sometimes it's really painful. You know, personally, I'm a person who's kind of resistant to change. So it takes a lot for me to, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, to, to be in a different environment or in a different space. But it is okay. only now that I realize what I was in and what I was facing. And I'd like to say, I think I'm still healing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. When we came back home, it was relief. Because I think I had been mentioning this to you, Sharon, that... I'm looking for a way mm-hmm. out, but I can't quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mentioned this. I was like, I'm looking for a way out. And we look at some of the things that God does. Like, I know Corona is a terrible thing, but for me, it's brought time to rest. It brought time to heal. Mm-hmm. Like, for the first two months of Corona, mm-hmm. I was just trying to be okay, okay. you know? Yeah. Because I'd gotten to a place where the bubbly Nana had oh, yeah. gone. Like, I could feel that this is not me mm-hmm. anymore. And I was like, God, I cannot be mm-hmm. like this. So now I bear the scars as lessons yeah. and as reflections. But it's not it, it, because it's a scar, you can ask me, oh, what happened to you there? And then I can now tell you and open up about it. But it's different when 
it's still an open wound, you know. The wounds are closing up and now I'm bearing them as scars mm -hmm. that I've been in battle. I have fought, mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. won. And for me, I'm just going to use some of the lessons I learned later in yeah. life, you know, and just and just grow mm -hmm. from it. I'm at a place where I feel I'm now okay with Amazing. it. I just yeah. thought of something. Yeah. When I got to the place that mm -hmm. I last worked at, I was very quiet. People were just like, will this go ever talk? Like, she's always quiet. <laughs> she's so shy. And we don't think she, she will do this job perfectly because mm -hmm. people really needed someone who could talk to people, who could interact in a way that I couldn't when I got there. And when I left the place, I was saying I'm very violent and I'm very defensive <laughs> because I had gotten to a point where I was like, um, when anyone said Sharon or whatsoever, I'd just be like, what? What do you want? And, you know, I would start acting like I'm already in, in a war zone or whatsoever because I was now at a point mm. where I was like, I need to protect myself before people realize that I'm breaking down. I need to yeah. breathe. I need, mm. at least I need to be there for myself. That's the only thing I can do now. And yeah, mm. so I could relate with what you were saying, Nana. Mm -hmm. I changed mm. for the, not for the worst, but for the, uh, for the phase. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, please. <laughs> Season of change. So change comes in all shapes and yeah. sizes. Yeah. Tell the listeners what you would advise for someone who's in a toxic work situation and a toxic work environment. From what you've learned, like we've gone through these things, but what are the lessons that have after that? What are the things that we have developed after that? What are the things that you can share with younger people and things like that? Mm -hmm. I would advise someone. To make a decision, of course. <laughs> but then something I've learned from this experience is that when when things get tough or mm -hmm. yeah, you need to to decide to take time off from work or from that mm -hmm. specific thing, and then you reflect upon your personal life, what you want in life, where you want to go, your visions, your goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something like that. I think you need mm -hmm. to take time off work not completely per se but just giving yourself time to heal before you take the next step some wise words right yeah there. that's mm. true well i'd like to start off with a quote that i just came across on instagram it said that mm -hmm. the same fire that burns things is, is the same fire that some things come out stronger from it's okay to go through some trauma or some toxic environments because it, it has lessons. You know, it's different uh, to have someone to tell you that I went through this and this and this and this and you should just do this so that you don't go through this. Practical experience and theoretical experience are different things. So uh -huh. it's good as humanity to go through some toxic ex experiences because they teach us stuff. But like Tapua said, you need to be wise enough to know when to let go. And you need to know yourself and know your worth. And mm -hmm. don't uh, wait for people to tell you what to do because everyone else is busy living their lives out there. You have your own. Yeah. Own your life and live it. And another thing, if uh, you are in mm. a toxic environment, you don't have to be toxic to others. Yeah. That's one thing that we need to stop under the sun. Mm. And it's that, very that's so true. Sad. 
That is yeah. so true. It's very sad that only a few people are advocating for that. You know, there's this mentality that says, as long oh. as I'm the one who's eating, I don't care about the next person. As long as I'm the one who's getting the benefits, I don't care about this person. Yet, mm-hmm. it's really killing the other people. Because you don't know where the breakthrough of your other relative is going to come from. Maybe it's going to come from the person that you're suppressing. You know, life is very funny. Life is very mysterious. And God is very funny sometimes because he, uh-huh. Uh-huh. he places answers in things that people look down upon and people uh-huh. step uh-huh. on you know uh-huh. and it's it's something we really need to do something as people we need to change under the sun and uh it really starts with us we need to start things of our own and probably yeah. build <laughs> ethics that will guide the whole organization ethics yeah. that will change uh, how people conduct each other in workplaces. Yeah. Competition is good, but cooperation is better. People need to yeah. know that. You know, fulfillment yeah. does not come from having everything you want in life because, you know, we, we will never have everything because everything doesn't end. Things mm-hmm. just keep coming and all that. So we need to start things mm. of our own and spread the Jesus that's in us and, yeah, mm. bring change. Yeah. Yeah. Those are wise words. Very, very yeah. wise words. There's a guy I follow on Instagram, uh, mm-hmm. and he said this one thing the other time. He said quitting mm-hmm. is for winners. Contrary mm-hmm. to popular opinion, quitting is for winners. Knowing when to mm-hmm. quit, change direction, mm-hmm. leave a toxic situation, demand more mm-hmm. from life, give up mm-hmm. on something that isn't working and move on is a very important skill that people who win at life all seem to have. But don't mm-hmm. quit oh, because wow. it's hard. Quit because it sucks. Wow. 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 So when you're trying to build something for yourself or for mm-hmm. other people, don't quit just because it became hard. Quit because this is sucky. Sucks. This is a sucky situation. <laughs> and I don't want to do it. The same way that toddlers go like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Oh, the yeah. same way that people should approach life sometimes. Yeah, and yeah, I think it's very, very important. There's always good in every bed, right? And mm-hmm. I'd like to say I, I was this kind of a person was like, I'm done with people. I'm done mm-hmm. uh, trying to understand people because people keep hurting me. I'm just done mm-hmm. with people. I, I just want to be me. I just want to live in my own world. And guess what? Mm-hmm. This experience really made me realize that you don't live in a circus when you're going through some Mm. things you need people you need friends Mm -hmm. you need prayer Mm. partners you need you need people who motivate you to keep going but in that going make sure you're going in the right direction yeah because yeah people will come and they they will see that as an opportunity to mislead you because you're really vulnerable. So I'd like to say mm. um, as much as you've been hurt by people and as much as you feel like you're done with people, you still need people, you still need to coexist with people and you still need to forgive and let go and you still need to move on. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm glad I found someone I, I, I could go through everything I went through with and it really helped me and here I am. So yeah. 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 Thank you. <laughs> the other thing I learned was uh in a working environment, people have different personalities, people come from different backgrounds. 
the best that you can do, especially for people that are kind of emotional like I am, you need to grow mm-hmm. thick skin. You need to grow thick skin mm-hmm. to last in this world, guys. <laughs> That's what I would say yeah. in the end. Yeah. Yeah, that is so true. All right. So Sharon, Tapua, thank you very much. Thank you, Nana. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode as we just delved really deep and talked about all the issues that happen and everything that happens and takes place in your mind when you're in a space, a workspace that isn't going really well for you. I do hope that we can have a conversation about this. Just leave a message behind, hit me up on any of my social links. It's just a click away. And um, yeah, let's talk about it. What have you been through? What are you going through? What have you seen people go through? What is your takeaway from this conversation that we had? And what conversation do you want to have with us? And I don't think we can finish a segment about work without paying tribute to Chadwick Boseman. This man... This man has left us and I think he broke a lot of people he tore a lot of people down and I think he also managed to encourage a lot of people to go for whatever it is that they want to do with their lives I think he has taught people to soldier on he has taught people to keep pushing to fight certain battles to win those battles and to just let life be and we just pay tribute to him so thank you once again for listening Thank you.